Okay, so in my last video, I spoke to you about Joker and reasons why I loved it. And I left you with the nugget that is what would I like to see if they did a Joker sequel. So first of all, if we're going to talk about a sequel, we've got to talk about where Joker left off. So spoilers from the outset. Joker gets his fame. He becomes famous. People love him. People are respecting him. They're wearing the Joker masks. They're chanting his name. They're cheering him on in the streets. They love the Joker. Um, he's standing on this car, a police car. Standing on a burning police car in the middle of a burning city. How more metaphorical could you get that this city is corrupt and he is above everybody now. He's above the police. He is burning the police. Bruce Wayne is now an orphan. I believe Bruce Wayne is round about nine years old. So he's now living with Alfred in Wayne Manor. Everybody knows who the Joker is. His name was never actually spoken on TV. But that's not really going to be that hard to find out that his name is Arthur Fleck. Commissioner Gordon, not mentioned at all in the film, but he would be slightly older than Bruce at the time of this film. So that kind of leaves us where Joker ended. Where would the Joker sequel, Joker 2, Electric Boogaloo, pick up? So I now like to think that Joker is running Gotham. It's around 5 to 10 years later. Bruce is around about 19, 20 years old, and he's just about to start the journey of Batman. Maybe he already has, maybe he's done his training and there's sort of rumours going around that there is this Kate Crusader, this other other person in the city who is wearing a mask and is whose persona is something else, like the Joker. The Joker, Arthur Fleck is the Joker, Bruce Wayne is Batman. People are concerned about who Batman is. They maybe see him as a new villain. They may be unsure of what it is, and the city are preparing themselves for a fight with Batman. Or maybe setting the film five to seven years later will give us a chance to sort of see Bruce becoming Batman Maybe in a few cutaway shots, you should never... The, the, these movies are Joker movies, and half the reason... Most of the reason, sorry, that Joker was successful is because it is a Joker story. It's not a Batman story. So what you've got to do is flip the Dark Knight, okay? Dark Knight's a Batman story with the Joker as a side character. You now do a Joker movie with Batman as a side character. Surprisingly to me, um, Walking Phoenix is only 44 years old. I thought he was much older than that. He hasn't aged very well. So Joker would be around 50 to 55 years old. Age doesn't really matter with the Joker because Joker is sort of not defined by his age. Unlike Batman, the older Batman gets, the less work he does. And then you get, is it Terry McGuinness? Who is it who becomes Batman Beyond? I can't remember. But then he sort of takes over. So there's now corrupt cops who I like to think are now working for the Joker to save their own families. Joker has dirt on these cops that he knows he can just spill at any time and bring even more people to the ground. And the clown movement is still strong, but I don't think it's more of a political statement or political movement anymore. It's more of just a small cult kind of thing. I like to think of it as sort of a Project Mayhem fight club scenario where there's this underground cult this underground gang working together, being led by the Joker. Um, don't overload the second film with too many Batman villains. The film already has one side story of Batman, so introducing another villain would be a task. Saying the Batman story um, should be in the shadows. It should be kind of left in the shadows. It should just be mentioned by characters. Maybe give Joker a few lines about how he's... You know, doesn't take this Batman guy seriously or the Dark Knight seriously. Never, don't refer to him as Batman. Um, you could introduce the Penguin, Riddler, Two-Face. Now Walking Phoenix has done this movie. It's probably going to encourage more people of that calibre of acting skill to come into this film. So you could have 
you know, Matthew McConaughey could come in as the Riddler or Two-Face and have DiCaprio in there as well. You know, you're going to have these actors who maybe have been hesitant to take these roles in the past because of the multi-film contract. But then just doing these odd films with them every now and again, that's going to be a big thing for them. I think it's half the reason why Joaquin Phoenix has taken the role. The actual story of Joker 2, I'm not 100% sure what that could be. Todd Phillips was amazing at creating a story for Joker Part 1. So, Joker Part 2, I will leave that totally up to him. But I like to think that Joker maybe is planning this big crime, a big bank robbery, something, you know, maybe maybe he is responsible for creating Two-Face. He sees Harvey Dent running for mayor or being a political, you know, a political voice in the same way Thomas Wayne was, and he's disagreeing with him again. It's just repeat, history's repeating itself. You don't have to repeat the story by no means. Just have the same sort of antagonist for the Joker. So you have Harvey Dent, who is maybe trying to, maybe not running for mayor, but is politically involved in Gotham and has something that is controversial to say that the lower class people of Gotham disagree with. And then he gets kidnapped and turned into Two-Face and Bruce Wayne gets word of this and he's then tasked with bringing down the Joker and then the last 15 minutes sort of see Batman versus the Joker. Joker should get away. If this movie ends with a Batman-Joker showdown, it's got to be the first time these two characters have ever met, right? So, Batman is unprepared for how to deal with the Joker. The Joker is a clown. He is unquestionable. You do not know what this man's going to do. He's a psychopath. He's not human. So, Batman doesn't know what he's going to do. So, obviously, Joker gets away. Maybe he, you know, tear gasses him. What? I don't know. So, that's what's going to happen there. Joker would run away, and then the last shot would be something like Batman swearing he's going to get vengeance on Arthur Fleck, because he knows that Arthur Fleck is responsible for the death of Thomas and Martha Wayne. Anyway, so that's just a really vague story idea I sort of came up with early the other night about a possible sequel to the Joker. I would like to see one. I think it should be a Joker story and not too much on Batman. If they do do a second part to this, I would like to see that. But then again, I don't want them to ruin what was an amazing film. So, swings and roundabouts. Anyway, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed. If you've liked what you've listened to, there are some more videos on this channel, very similar to this. I've done one about rebooting The Office. I did a review of The Joker. I've reviewed Shazam, Avengers Endgame, the Doctor Who Christmas specials, and what would happen if George Lucas was in charge of the new Star Wars franchise. Lots of stuff. So do go over and have a listen. Let me know what you think, and I will see you later. Bye. Thank you for choosing to listen to Tim Saxby on film. If you have enjoyed this video, I would really appreciate a like rating or subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you would like to submit a film to see reviewed by myself, you can comment on the most recent video or contact me directly on Twitter at TimXSaxby.